Hello, and welcome to the Matching Mom Jeans podcast. I'm Shelby. I'm Nicole, and I'm just going to, I don't know, we're going to we're gonna have a live therapy session. <laughs> How are you feeling? Well, I feel awful. <laughs> no, I just so... I don't know. You know how it's like you have one thing start falling down the mountain and then turns into like an avalanche? Well, so I had strep. And of course, I have like my own, you know, like I'm disabled. I have chronic illnesses. I have lots of things going on with me. So not only did I have strep, but like I also had so much swelling that it was like occluding my, like my, my throat. And Yikes. So that brought back this conversation that I'd been having with my doctor about having my tonsils out, which is now officially going to happen. Um, and I have this like appointment next week or something like that sometime coming up about like my pre-op. Um, and then they're going to schedule it. But I also have another surgery coming up in Nashville for my nerve damage. And so like I'm sitting here thinking I'm just kind of stewing in this. That's so much. Well, it's not only so much, but like we have a lot going on because it is summertime where, you know, like I hate to say it this way, but like I had big plans. Like I wanted to be working on the things that my stepson's um, teacher had said he needed to work on. You know, there's summer reading guides now that he's in school. I wanted to keep building um, my two-year-old skills as far as um, – you know, they identified him at, as anemic. So not only did I want to, like, get him eating more properly, but they also said, you know, he's a little bit underweight, probably because of the anemia. So I wanted to be trying new recipes all the time. You know, the doctor basically said, like, you guys are eating a little too lean, like, because we do tend to eat, like, meat and vegetable meals. Like, that's just – it's a little bit easier for me. No, get that baby some butter. Well, exactly. So so she was literally like, you know, let do some of those things that he loves. You know, if he likes cheese, then do mac and cheese, but make it mac and cheese with lots of like, you know, other fats in it. And, and you know, I have this really wonderful book that um, our stepmother actually gave us. That's like how to hide different nutrients and things. And, um, you know, I like love she, some hidden veggies. I, yeah, I love the hidden veggies. And so, um, you know, I really wanted to. I enjoy stuff like that. I, I enjoy digging into that research. I have a book right now that I'm reading about um, how to change activities. Um, it's called The the Out of Sync Child Has Fun. And it's about whether or not your child has been identified as having like sensory issues or not. Just if you notice that they don't like certain things, then you can here's an idea of how to change activities to make them more fun and enjoyable for your child. And and my stepson does have little moments where, you know, he doesn't like this type of game because it's this way or he has trouble understanding this type of game. And so there's just a lot of things like I have a lot of big dreams. Right. <laughs> stuff. I, had, and, I had plans and then strep. Exactly. And so then it's like, you know, what did we do today? Well, we slept in a little bit because both of the boys went to bed late because I lost track of time because I was doing research on summer reading guides. Okay, well, then I woke up late and then we had breakfast. And by the time we had breakfast, it was 1130. And then we were, um, you know, we went outside. Well, then we came back in and, and now I'm recording. And so they're they're watching Bluey. And it's like, I don't feel I don't want to feel guilty for just surviving in the times that are chaotic and need to just be gone through survived through but I also you know I do feel like when you are 
when you get to the end of the day and you realize that your child hasn't necessarily done the things that you had planned for them to do. You know, you haven't sat down and had a conversation with them about what they liked in this book. And like, you know, I'm kind of one of those annoying moms where like, I like to sit down and watch Bluey with them. And then I'm like, hey, you wonder if we can play that game that they played on Bluey? Like, I really like the octopus one where they hang over the back of the couch and try to catch the kids. Um, And like, I've been trying to figure out how to play that in our house because we don't have a couch that like faces the back. Like there's does you could play that game at your house. (laughs) But I've never seen that episode. So I have no idea what you're talking about. I will send it to you. Um, It's really awesome. But I've only seen one episode of Bluey and it was one you sent me. Was it the baby race one that makes it? Yeah, it was the baby race one. (laughs) But um, no, but it's so it's one of those things where like I hate that the first thing that came to mind yesterday when they scheduled my pre-op appointment was like, yay, there goes two weeks of me trying to heal while my kids are wasting away in front of the TV because I can't even read books to them, but I also don't want them on top of me. But then I, you know, like you just, but you can't I hate like, that cycle. You can't think like that. Like, but you, you do have to. Like, well, you do, yeah, and comparison is the thief of joy, you know, but at the same time, like, so, okay, I understand that I do not have the background in child development, okay? <laughs> well, but I do understand looking at, like, the big picture, and, like, I saw this thing, and we don't, full disclosure, we don't do a lot of screen time, however, we do let my daughter have the screen on and watch things on a tablet when we're traveling. And the reason why we do that is because I once saw a very convincing article that was talking about how screen time is better than scream time. See, I like that. And it was talking about the, like, like what's the alternative? Like what is the other alternative? option to this screen because if the other option is your child participating in helping you cook dinner or you your child singing songs with you and um helping you fold clothes then like maybe the screen isn't the best option but if the other option is an overstimulated parent then the screen is the better option well see and i think that's what's hard for me is because i do like logically no like the biggest research around like quote-unquote screen time and the like damage associated with it which damage isn't really the right word it's just that it replaces face-to-face interaction and when it replaces face-to-face interaction you're losing that opportunity to capitalize on early intervention which is when your child is so young that their brains are malleable. So you're teaching communication. Every interaction your child has face-to-face with you is a learning opportunity. And every interaction they have where they are playing, you know, children learn through play. And so I, it's so interesting because I am more likely to feel guilty when I'm sick and sitting on the couch, cuddling with my children, watching TV, than I am when, you know, I'm cooking dinner and like uh, my youngest favorite thing to do is um, stand at my feet and scream, mommy, pick up. 
uh, while I'm trying to cook. And so like I've that is scream time. <laughs> that right. is scream time. And so and also kind of dangerous time because I've like nearly fallen over his body multiple times and that's going to injure both of us. But it is one of those things where it's like I'm curious about like my own psyche of like I'm okay with that versus I'm not necessarily okay with sitting still with them, which I don't know that that logically makes sense. And I guess emotions don't always logically make sense. I know that. But it's just a very bizarre place to find myself in of like knowing that I'm going to have to be in recovery. And with the tonsil one, I'm not going to be able to talk really. So that's going to be a whole other um, side of things. But it's also just like how you – there's a time for everything. But also how do you navigate that when you know it's coming up and yet you also hate it? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to, like, think about it in the perspective of, like, anticipation because you do know it's coming up. And so, like, your partner knows it's coming up. The grandparents know it's coming up. Like, there are other alternatives. And so, like, obviously you want to explore those other options first. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I don't know how to talk about it from, like, a perspective of – anticipating something like that like but I do know that like when we travel and stuff and we're anticipating it we make sure that the times where there is another option we we use the other option like we do not we we do not hand our child a tablet at a restaurant because there's so many more interesting things. She loves food. She's always been interested in food. She loves water. I would so much rather her be playing in a cup of water than be watching an episode of TV sitting at a restaurant. But that that's on me. That might mean that my my t- trip to the restaurant isn't as exciting, you yeah. know? And so from a well, medical perspective, I don't really know. But from a travel perspective, which is really my only experience, like I just – try to limit that time by seeing how creative I can get with the other times. Like I can't do anything about being her being overtired and on a plane because the flight took off an hour later than it was supposed to. I can, however, you know, walk five miles in an airport with her rather than her sit in a plastic chair waiting on that delay to be over, you know? And so I think it's just like, trying to be flexible, trying to be creative. Yeah. I and like then just that. acknowledging that it has to happen. Like it's a useful tool. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, you just said creative. And the first thing that came to mind was like, I wonder if there are ways, if there are ways that I can be creative about knowing in, in advance those times. Like, you know, when I woke up with, when I woke up sick, like there wasn't any time I could do preparing. And that was just reactive. And I do understand that it's a tool and I do understand that like I just did my best like I can I can know those things and and they not be mutually exclusive but I do wonder if like even there's ways to I'm sitting here thinking like do you remember in high school when they would like let you watch a movie but it had to be like an educational experience so you had to do like a worksheet alongside the movie (laughs) 
I wonder if like it wouldn't be as simple as like, you know, age appropriate, like letting them color. Like, let's say we're watching, you know, Bluey is a great example. Like, let's like like maybe get Bluey coloring sheets and then like maybe for the six year old, um, you know, maybe he could copy down some words and work on his hand. Make it like like, yeah, you could make it like a a camp Bluey week and have like. (laughs) bluey themed food and a bluey themed dance party and you know what i mean like yeah make it that's make it a memorable experience like you know get a new bluey sticker book you know what i mean like if you're gonna i wonder i wonder why you don't see that more i wonder like if there's such a shame and stigma around like oh my kids are gonna watch you know all of these movies that that you don't see more of a lean in or what maybe I'm on the wrong side of like social media, but like, have you not seen anything around the Little Mermaid right now? Like, um, actually, no. That Disney Princess out, culture out. is so that. Like, <laughs> wear the put on your Little Mermaid dress. Go to the Little Mermaid premiere. Go get some fish sticks afterwards, which is really weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, there are so many of my friends right now who are like going to target to get their little mermaid gear and that's like a fun shopping experience and then they like go to the movies and they get the light up popcorn bucket and they do the movie and they watch the movie and then they go to mcdonald's and they get the little mermaid happy meal and it's like a whole event oh it's just disney princesses but people just aren't doing it with bluey you know what i mean like that's interesting because like so my my six-year-old's favorite thing in the entire world is cars. And, like, for a while, we did do that. Like, we would teach him because he was a little languagey. It was it was kind of hard with him with words. And so, like, we started teaching him, like, the different types of cars and everything yeah, was, you gotta was oriented. Yeah, you got to lean into what that. they're interested in. It's, it's just the difference between leaning into a passion and leaning into a distraction. And you're trying to lean into a distraction. <laughs> Leading into a passion versus leading into a distraction. Dang, you need to copyright that. <laughs> no, I just mean like like if you had a child that was obsessed with fish and you planned a trip to the aquarium or you have a child that is mildly interested in fish and you need them to be more in fish so that their dad can take them to the aquarium because you have to go to the gynecologist. What's the difference? The child has a fun day at the aquarium, you know? Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. So maybe you get them slightly more interested in fish. Like, (laughs) I do like that. Kids just want kids just want to explore. Kids just want to be passionate about things. Kids just want to be passionate about things. I like that. We've been. um, I don't know. I just. I guess for me, and I. I think this is like my own. hang up sometimes is like I do go all day sometimes when I'm sick and we don't go outside and that can be really hard um but I also wonder just like if that's just my own personal because like we've we've we're trying to set it up to where like if I don't feel well I can still be on the back porch or like on the porch swing or something but like when the boys are sick, obviously they can't go outside. So there's that component. And like it's been really cold here, even though like unseasonably cold. And so like today we were going to get up and play with the water table and we couldn't because it was cold. And so it's just like, you know, you make these best laid plans for your kids because you're trying to think of like enrichment and independent play and guided play, you know, all this crap that 
unfortunately lives all the time in my head because professionally and personally, I'm just steeped in it like a tea bag. Um, I, I think it's really easy to fall off that cliff. And I, I wonder if it's just, I don't know. It's very odd. Well, you just have to, you just kind of have to back it up a little bit. One, you need to, I know this is a therapy session, but you got to let some of it go. Let it go. Like that there is no better mom for your kids than you. And there is definitely no better mom than the kids for your kids than you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like every day is a fresh new start. So this may be two weeks of recovery that you're headed into or whatever, but you can, you do not have to admit defeat for an entire two weeks. You know, there will be days you feel better. There will be days that it's sunshiny. There will be days grandparents swoop in. There will be days that, you know, um, Rory jumps in, like all sorts of things will happen. So it's not two, two weeks is a loss, first of all. But also you really got to like stop and think about what, what your children's needs are. You know, like my daughter doesn't need to bake blueberry muffins with me. <laughs> However, today, homegirl, grouchy as can be, needy as can be, wanted to rip my C-section scar open and crawl back in. Like having a day. You know what we did? We turned on some Taylor Swift. We turned on some Taylor Swift and we baked some muffins because what she really needed was like a chill moment and a task to do and something to focus on. And so like if your children need stimulation, then you find stimulation that fits in that that box. And if that is an episode of TV and then a rice bucket or a water table or whatever, then that's what it is. If that stimulation is a bubble bath or a shower or those like things, those little like dye bath tablets. Have you seen those? (laughs) Where people just like put their kids in their swimsuits in the shower and then they just like drop different colored tablets over the edge. Yeah. Super stimulating. Like there are tons and tons of ways to stimulate your kids that are not the Pinterest mom things online. Yeah. Well, okay. Be my be my Pinterest then. Let's say that I'm going to be down for two weeks. What are – I don't know. What would you do for I, – I like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Well, I'll tell you. I, I think it's I, easy to fall I commit to the a right. theme. You commit to I commit to a theme, <laughs> first okay. of all. That's where my brain immediately goes. For example, um, my daughter hasn't had a lot of screen time, but – when we were going to Italy this spring, we knew that a 10-hour flight translated to download some things on the tablet, KK. Download some <laughs> yeah. things on the tablet. So we <laughs> downloaded, you know, the basics, the foundational Miss, Miss Rachels of the world. <laughs> Um, also downloaded a couple episodes of Bluey because your children really love it. She's not interested, but whatever. But we found the Disney movie that is Italian. Oh, is that the, I was about to say, is that the weird little mermaid boy, but not He's a sea monster. Sea monster. Thank you. Yeah. And we downloaded it because 
It was it was cobblestone streets. It was a, Italian architecture. It was a commitment to a theme. Okay. And I'm not we, very good at themes. They eat spaghetti. In the movie all the time. And so she was literally eating spaghetti on the plane watching Luca eat spaghetti. Nice. (laughs) Does it get any better as a toddler? I don't know. But you know what I mean? And so like commit to a theme that you can actually do and and make it a camp. Make it a camp mom. Make it a camp mom's recovery. Camp recovery and build a pillow fort. Or don't because you need the pillows for recovery. I don't know. (laughs) Like... You know what I mean? Like, have idea. your husband, I'm sh- I assume your husband's going to have to work some of those days. So that means yeah. that the night before he goes to work, he needs to be setting up the task for the children the next day. Yeah. I you like know, that. like, figure out some of those, what are those, like, morning buckets that people do? I was about to say that. I was just about to ask you if you knew about, like, people do the, like, breakfast activity or like morning bucket or, or something like that where I, I may I may need like, to look at you some could of those. prep those in advance and just put them in ziplocs and just Ooh. dump them in a bucket the night before like that's brilliant like when I say like okay bluey and then you get bluey stickers like or whatever put them in a ziploc and label them day three and then if you use it on day three Done. great we don't use it on, you know what I mean like like make it a Learn how to make your own peanut butter sandwich week. <laughs> Where every lunchtime, the day, the the expectation is we're not only eating peanut butter sandwiches, but we're going to practice making our own peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> your like your two-year-old is more than capable of spreading peanut butter on bread. Yeah. You might have to start with something else or <laughs> you might have say, a big mess. Or you just, but, hand him, you just hand him bread and peanut butter. He'd be fine. But studies show that toddlers are more likely to eat something if they make it themselves. True. And you can direct a peanut butter making sandwich competition from the couch. That's true. Okay. So I think, yeah, I think there's going to be a a double-edged sword of like my own mental health and kind of letting go of some of that stress. And then also just like the, the actual anticipation and prep, which is interesting because, you know, the the screen time greater than scream time thing, I think, is why I don't always have a lot of stress, like, about things like, you know, like, I, meal prep is really hard for me. And so, like, cooking in the kitchen, you know, I, I am more likely to turn something on. Of like, just leave me alone so I can cook because I don't want you to burn yourselves. Um, for some reason, my children know when I'm cooking something in a skillet um, versus the oven, and they will come to the skillet. <laughs> just love to try to catch the popping grease with their bare hands. Yeah. I understand. But, um, but it is really – it that is a really good point of, like, having the – I like the travel. I like what you said about travel because I wonder if I couldn't do some research on, like, travel activities. You know, people do put things where they're, like – Here's oh, all yeah. the magnets to put on the wall, or here's all we do have like a, a metal door, but to our basement, and it's like. And if I were you, do pull those. I would hide all their favorite toys, like <laughs> scavenger two hunt. weeks before. No, like two weeks before, just hide all their other toys. Let them be bored while you have the energy to be bored, and then bring the toys out like Christmas morning on the days that you don't have the time. Oh, that's brilliant! See, you're very good at this. You're very good at the like. I don't know why I'm not. Like, I just kind of... I don't think that it's that I'm very good at it. I think it's that I'm very practical about it. Like, but also, and I will say this, in the realm of use screens, 
use whatever you have to. Everyone's tolerance is completely different. If you have to turn on an episode of Trash Truck every single morning in order to drink your coffee, more power to you. You are the president of that decision, okay? You know what I mean? Like own it, do it, do what you need. However, I will say you're the president of that decision. You own it. It's, it, you know, that's the number one thing. But one thing I will definitely always remind people, your child, your precious baby <laughs> is one day going to have to spend at least three hours in the DMV. <laughs> held captive. No, for at not least the three DMV. hours in the DMV. So if your child doesn't have the most magical day every once in a while, consider it practice. <laughs> it's okay. I was I was not ready for that to be. What it you is okay for your child to practice a not great morning spent at the DMV for something that should have taken five minutes. Okay. No, I do like that. Allowing them to be bored is important, I guess. I think that's like 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 you said that I'm I'm really good at this. I'm not. I'm just practical and the fact of the matter is is that like I got to take a shower. You are safe. Practice your DMV. <laughs> Practice your DMV waiting room, okay? Practice you know what I mean? Like DMV. take that child with you to Kroger pickup. Oh, wow. Play on your phone and let them stare out the window. Because one day they're going to be stuck in a concrete room waiting on their driver's license to be renewed. Okay? And they need the practice with a little bit of daydream where they can just barely see the tops of a tree out of a window. That is their practice of the day. (laughs) This is so encouraging. Practice your DMV. And it's just, I mean, like, that's that's just it. Like, I know you want the best for your kids. And having the the thought of having to think through it, knowing that those two weeks is coming, that's hard. And that's where you need yeah. grace for yourself. Please see episode, I don't know how many ago. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, well, and that's a different story is like how you feel about it. But yeah. also from a practical perspective, life has... The 10-hour flights. And life has the, my mom's recovering from surgery. And life has the three hours stuck at the DMV. Life yeah. has a lot of moments that are not super great. And you are raising adults. You are raising adults who hopefully don't stomp their feet when they get to the DMV. And they pull number 76 and realize that the DMV is still on number four. <laughs> That's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. That is exactly it. Because I do think it's easy to get trapped in the emotional. And I think it's probably just the one-two punch of like, I'm just coming off of feeling a little bit like a failure because I did lose like an entire week to being sick, like deeply sick. And well, then, yeah, like, when it feels like it's more coming constantly up, happening. Yeah, it that's- just feels like. It's all gone, if that makes sense. But I know it's not. Like, I, I can logically know that, like, we still have plenty of fun and and time to engage. But, like, yeah, you're right. But I guess, well, yeah. And I think there's something to, like, there's especially having a parent with 
a chronic illness or something like that, like there's, I mean, I'm sure there's resources and you've probably read most of them already about like how to make you make sure your medical burdens aren't their burdens, but they have the empathy for them and all of these things. You know what I mean? Biggest thing, the biggest That's thing a different I've read, thing. the biggest thing I've read recently is that they make t-shirts that have um, little roadmaps on the back of them so that you can lay down on your stomach and then <laughs> on the floor and they can, they can drive Hot Wheels on you. That's I the- saw an ad for that and it was for Father's Day. Yeah, well, I I need one. I've decided. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the vibe. Um, but no, I think yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty I sure. Think sometimes <laughs> you just have to hear it. Like I think sometimes you just need to hear it because it is like I don't know. Like I'm sitting here and I hear it and I know it and I think as an adult, like I have moments where I'm bored. But it is just one of those things where you still feel the guilt of it. You still feel the frustration of it, of like, what am I supposed to do when I'm stuck and and they're stuck with me? But uh, it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> Guess what, though? She's still a good mom. Uh, you're a good mom, too. And we'll definitely not be recording, so that'll... We'll just knock that out. Fair warning to everyone. <laughs> I will be taking a nap that day. Sounds like a plan. You're a good mom and a good napper. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>